All right, welcome back everyone to the Knowledge Boner Experience. I actually got my co-host Wally Wynn back uh, the past, you know, um, episode or so. You know, he he was in Los Angeles for another event. Wally, how how was it? How the event go, man? It was awesome, man. Leveled up like crazy amounts. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, so you know he's back, and uh, we actually have his uh, brother Fung uh, on the episode today. What's up, Fung? What's up, man? How you guys doing today? Good, good. So, so Wally Fungaso, you know, you guys just got settled into your new place finally in Dallas. So you have your own place. So, woo! How's that feel? It feels amazing, man. Honestly, it's just nice to have your own space back. You know, like I, that's really all I can say about it. You know, just actually having my own space back. <laughs> yeah. So, I want to keep everyone up to date and 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 kind of uh, you know talk share an awesome story with you guys. Uh, I got to say, Wally and his brother um are so entrepreneurial when it comes to making money that it's 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 almost it's hilarious actually but uh so i want to i'm gonna hand it off to wally wally tell tell the story of your your newest side business venture idea that's genius by the way so that everyone here can hear it you know firsthand <laughs> and um, know like what it takes to make money on the side especially you being in your own place yeah so i mean uh you know well actually i have to give credit to fung first because he came up with the with the structure of the idea but then it was me that got tactical with it. So I was going to hand it off to him first. Um, and he's going to explain kind of how about what, 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 what we were doing. And then I'm going to explain the tactical side of it. Um, but before I do that, let me introduce him. Uh, so, so guys, just talk my brother. Uh, he's actually my older brother. Uh, for, for most people that don't know, I'm, I'm actually the youngest in my family. Um, so he works with me on the back end. He basically hangs out and doesn't talk to much pe- most people. And helps me on the back end, lets me do the client work and all the sales and marketing stuff. He handles all the stuff on the on the back. So anyway, I'm gonna hand it off to him. Let him explain kind of what we're doing and give introduce himself. And uh, you go, bro. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. First off, I want to say thanks to Dylan and Wally for actually having me on the Knowledge Boner Experience. Uh, I've actually gotten to see a lot on the back end of how this uh, podcast is actually developed. So it's really interesting and really cool to see. Um, just the traction that they're getting, uh, quite honestly. And so uh, a little bit about me. Um, I actually came from the corporate world. Um, I, I'm a little up there in age, I, I would consider. I'm 30, and uh, I spent most of my life uh, just learning corporate structure. Your nine to five was the way to go. And so um, a couple years ago when Wally asked me to be a part of this entrepreneurial journey and stuff like that, you know, I wasn't really sure how I could actually – do um do a side hustle without any structure to it because that's what I'm just so used to for so long. And so um long story short, uh, I was actually having this side hustle so essentially we're developing um a system to try to get bird scooters. And there's another one called Lime Scooters essentially and another brother of ours actually wanted to do this and like as make some extra money while he was working his 9 to 5, he can just take it on the train with him and everything. But the problem was is that he lived too far away. So, so wait, 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 back before you get into it, let's back tell up. Everybody, explain yeah. what. Yeah, what tell, it, tell everybody yeah, exactly. what it is. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, because this is my first time hearing about it too. Um, I actually heard about this from my girlfriend when all of us went to the event in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. She actually rode one. Um, 
And then, and then, so she came back. She kept telling me about this bird thing, this bird thing, something mm-hmm. new. It's, mm-hmm. it's intriguing. And then you guys tell me about this. I'm like, oh shit, my girlfriend was just talking about that. So it was like perfect timing. So yeah. Gotcha. What, what is- so what it is actually, so if you're in an area where they, this an app and you can actually rent scooters for about 15 cents an hour. Mm-hmm. And so that's actually pretty cool. Cause if you live in the city or like in a really high populated area, we can't really drive. It's nice to just have an electric scooter and just drive around town. Well, the, the other side of it is, is actually if you want to be a charger, right, you can actually charge these scooters for people and pick them up to these locations, and they will pay you to charge these scooters and bring them back. Now, it could vary from, you know, a couple dollars all the way up to about $25, depending on what you need to charge. And so that's actually where the side hustle comes in. This is like if you're willing to go and get the charger, get the scooters and charge them, then you're able to, you know, make a little extra money on the side if you were just wanting to do this at a time. And so what we came up with was, or well, actually I had this conversation with my other brother and I was like, Hey, you know, if you really want to do this, you you have to do this really early in the morning. And so this is how you beat everybody because everybody's struggling for it actually. And I actually read some research on this is that people were, um, taking a lot of scooters at a time and just holding on to them and then distributing this way, distributing that way. And they were just being jerks about it. And this has been going on ever since it started apparently. And so I was like, well, if we beat them at their own game, let's start earlier. Let's start before the time starts. And since we're, our schedule already is, we get up insanely early as it is. So we're like, okay, how do we fit something else in the morning time? And I was like, okay, this was the idea that I had with it. So now that we actually moved to a new place where it's populated with it and we already get up early and then we got approved to be chargers, I was like, oh, it's about to happen. And so that's what we did this morning was come up with a whole structure, uh, essentially. And then um, as I went out, so before you get before you get into the structure, Fung, um, now you, when you when you approved. Did you guys approve for this before you even moved into the place? Didn't you say it was like a couple months process? Yeah, actually. So we applied for it like like a couple months ago, actually, before we even moved to our new place, just to see if we can get approved for it. Because mm-hmm. uh, just okay. I, I wanted to know. I tried a while back, and I never got approved for it. And then Bird actually was saying that there were too many chargers in the area for you to get approved, so they weren't going to send you anything. So it was kind of lucky. You know, we, we were like, well, we're not really sure that this is even paying out. So we kind of forgot about it, quite honestly. We were like, you know, no big deal. We're just trying to figure something else on the side. And then I got a text message and then I looked at Wally and he was like, hey, I was like, hey, did you get a text message from Lime? He was like, yeah. And I was like, are we, are we about to be chargers? He was like, yeah. I was like, oh, it's about to go down. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all, y'all, y'all pre-approved and you were already strategically looking at it. Just from a monetization, just to be able to like help you guys out with like utilities, cover rent, stuff like so that. So hold on, right. hold on. Let's let, let's back up. Let, let's 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 pre- preface this because because if I if I told this story just by itself, then then it sounds kind of lame. So let let's mm-hmm. let's back up to why <laughs> why mm-hmm. it's even important and why it's even now. Okay, so I don't, I totally tell people yeah. all the time. You know, like, you know, you got to have you know separate streams of income, right? So you know, most people they have like, yep. you know affiliate marketing that kind of stuff, right? Um, for me in particular. The only reason that, that I consider this is because I already wake up retardedly early, one. And then two, the location that we live in now is strategically located in which in a place in which there already exists a large population of these things, right? So before we used to, we live forty five yeah. minutes away. So it wouldn't make any sense for you to for you to drive for a three dollar bird, right? But now we live a mile away. So 
you can it, it, it like it like well overbalances itself out. So that that that's what makes first off, and then second, um, you know the nature of these kinds of businesses is that you know um, you have to basically do, do them on the side, right? You have to you have to play them outside of the nine to five uh, people because people obviously you know mm-hmm. they, they play in that realm. So. The cool thing for us, though, is that we already had to drive, you know, a six to seven mile radius because of the fucking gym we have um, already. So that's basically what we're kind of set up the situation is, that, OK, I already have to drive six miles anyway. I have to commute to this gym and I already wake up retarded to the early. So the only thing I have to do is, is pick up things in my morning instead of instead of not pick up things. Right. And so I was like, so now mm-hmm. I can reward myself for just waking up early. I can actually monetize that extra hour. Not only do I beat people in work anyway in that, in that my morning hour, but then on top of that, I make a little extra money just for picking up scooters. I'm like, all right, down. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's kind of that's kind of like the real the real kind of like put it uh, you know putting things in perspective, right? So when I crunched the numbers, though, that's when I, that's when it really was really interesting because because if I basically when I crunched the numbers, I figured out that it, just for waking up at four o'clock in the morning and putting in very minimal effort. I could pay for the entire rent of my apartment plus to my grocery bills and have money left over just, yeah, just, for, just for doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it fit perfectly into our schedule, quite honestly. Right. So it, it was kind of a win-win all around once everything was done because I actually intended the structure for my other brother for him. Cause I was like, Hey, if you, he was trying to get up early and, started trying to work out because he wanted to get to the office early, but he had to get on the train because it's a 45 minute commute for him from his home all the way to where he works. And so I was like, well, what if you just drive and had, had a trailer at the time he had a trailer. So I was like, well, if you use the trailer for this, you just have to strategically place your time throughout the day to pick, to pick these up. And then that was like a big key point for, for us, for me either this morning, actually, I was just like, I was like, there's a way to do this. I was like, I could fit it into the schedule. I just, I just, I just got to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and and for those listening, you know, they, they don't have to do this. No, you, not you, at guys, all. you guys know Wally's my partner, not right? He has, he has a very successful business, right? So they, they could be using their own personal income from their business to be paying for rent. So the fact that they even do this just shows the entrepreneur drive. So all right, I, I'm excited. So I don't know what the strategy is, guys. Um, Wally actually called me. I thought he was out doing like a bunch of fireworks today. And he's like, dude, I, I, I was, we spent three hours today. We just mapped out an amazing strategy to crush everybody. Cause right. Like if you're going to do something, I love how that Wally's mind's like, we're not going to do this small. Like I'm going to fuck. No, that, that's exactly what so I said. He's actually, I said, he said, yeah, so I said if I'm going to participate, then I'm going to win. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I'm getting, yeah. I love it. So, so I'm I'm getting this live as well, guys. So, so I I, I told him I'm like, nope, no, 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 no. Don't tell me. Like, I, let's 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 drop out some let's drop out some knowledge boners to to our audience, okay? Because I'm excited to hear this too. So, all right, guys, hit hit me with it. What's the what's the bomb ass strategy now to crush everybody's face uh, using scooter charger? Well, well, the first thing is I'll, I'll give it to Fung because he's got it. He came up with the schedule, so uh, I might have nice. to hand him this this whiteboard in my room. Uh, because oh, yeah. it's because this is his because it's his schedule laid out. But I came up with the tactical stuff afterwards. Yeah, and so I, I actually have a pretty pretty good idea of what it was uh, originally. Anyway, but since we were 
it was really based on the place that we moved on, moved in. And so like once we moved in and then we got approved, I was like, okay, this is the schedule that I worked on beforehand. So it's like, what we have to do is the night before go figure out which ones are dead. Right. So you figure out which ones are they're like most populated and then you sleep at night. You let those charge at night. So wait, hold on. You, you grab them. Wait, wait, you have to go get them. Right. You didn't say that. So oh, yeah, so. get them and grab them. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So you have to go pick up the dead scooters, bring them back or whatever time of night that you need to, or whatever, you know, whatever the harvesting time is what they dedicate is, which is, you know, 9 PM is what they say online, but whatever to each their own. And then you pick them up and you set them on charge and you go to bed. Then you wake up in the morning and then you essentially go drop off to the closest one that you can. There's a zones. There's certain zones that they pick up at. So you, they have it designated on the app. It's all like mapped out for you. And so you go pick out the zone wherever you need. You can only have so many in cert certain areas. And then you pick the closest ones that are to you. Pick up ones that are like halfway charged and then bring them back. And then you go do your workout, you go to the gym, go about your day. And then once you come back, hopefully before the cutoff time, you would have made enough time to come back. The ones that are, are like kind of charged and then become fully charged. And then you go drop them off in the zone. And then you, you wait till the cutoff time, they get, and you start the day again. Okay, wait, so, 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 mm -hmm. so there's a lot of a jumble in there. So hold on, let, let's give it the, let's give it the high level. So. So you okay. wake up, you got to drop the scooters and then like what? So like, yeah, just, just give us the straight like action steps. Right. Okay. Well, the night before you plan out which ones you got to go to, you'll pick those up, bring it back, charge it, wake up retardedly ass early in the morning, go drop off the ones that charged overnight, pick up some more that are closest to you that are like halfway charged. And then, drop them back, uh, get them charged, go do about your morning routine, essentially get an early start to your day, whatever you do, work out, you know, write in your gratitude journal, make a list, anything like that. And then once those are charged, it take about a couple hours, right? And then bring them back to the other zone. So essentially, if all of those are about three to four, you have, you start off with four chargers. That's essentially what they start you off with. And you can upgrade more. But if you start off with four chargers, and those are $5 each, that's 20 bucks you made in an hour and a half for just picking something up and setting it on a charger. No, you made more than that because you got to think yeah. about it. You made because you made money from the night before because you have the chargers that you did. So then you, when you drop those off in the morning, when you wake up and you pick up more chargers, when those charge again, you know what I mean? You, right. you, made, you made double. Yeah. You made double. So that's $40. I'm sorry. And you made $40. For about an hour and a half, two hours worth of work. In the morning that, and this is the thing, no one's even awake yet. Regular. So they'll let you, there's no, there's no time constraints or like, um, cause you are getting up so early, they don't have them like locked or anything or, or gonna, is there gonna be an issue that, that you run into where you go there and they're gonna be like, oh wait, no, like you can't do this this early. That won't nope. be an issue. No, so so this this okay. particular company is a twenty four hour company. So so the only their only stipulation is that yeah they have, have to drop the scooters by seven a.m. and that's the only okay. thing, right? So that so yeah, I, if I could pick it up, pick up something at three or four o'clock in the morning and charge it before seven a.m. and drop it, I would still get paid for that. So that's basically what nice. we're doing is we double this, so we double dipping. So we you know we we wake up the night before, or so we stack up the night before, go to sleep, drop off in the morning. 
pick up more, go bring in the charge, go to workout, come back, mm-hmm. continue read a book, whatever. Once those are charged, drop off before seven, and then boom, you've made forty bucks anywhere between twenty and forty bucks before seven o'clock. In a three to four hour time frame in the morning before anyone's gotten up for their day, like. Okay, so 40, 40 bucks yep. a day. So you times know, two. Times, well, what, yeah, well, yeah, time, but yeah, thirty. But then times two because there's two of us in the house, right? <laughs> so that's household okay. income, right? <laughs> so forty bucks yeah. a day times thirty, twelve hundred, yeah. right? Twelve hundred times two. That says twenty four hundred yeah. together. <laughs> wow. Just in just in the morning. That's that. And then, uh, and then, but and if you wanted to, you could get approved eventually for even yeah, more. Yeah, exactly. Charges. This is, and this is not even talking about. We're talking about the minimum number of chargers here. We can upgrade to ten chargers, and then that number is mm-hmm. time or two point five times, right? So wow. just for waking up early. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So there. You, so so just so so think about this, guys. Like Mawali is like you know still still managing his clients, still doing everything for our business. Uh, all his workload during the day is like, okay, well, I'm getting up to go to the gym anyway. So how can I make some extra fucking money? Like, and this is only an hour and a half of my time. So, you know, it doesn't even blink about it. <laughs> and if they do this, boom, just like that, like an extra $2,400. So it's not even coming out of pocket. Like it's just supplementing rent and everything. Yeah. That's, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. So had Wally not done the numbers for me, I just looked at the schedule and I'm just like, well, I could just make, you know, even I was lowballing myself. Like I, just, I was like, you know, I can make a couple 20 bucks every couple of hours in the first couple of hours of the day before anyone was up. And he was like, that's when he looked at me and goes, hold on, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> the light bulb yeah. fell out moment. I could do this. <laughs> I was like, I was like, are right, you laying out the schedule? I was like, let me get to the tactical. That's that's my job. So then I went in there. And so, so, what, so this is what I found out, Bill. And this is where the genius comes in, guys. And and for anybody that yeah. is in the Dallas area and, uh, you know, you, you want to get into the scooter game, just know that I'm going to beat you. So just do whatever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> stay out of the territory. Stay out of the territory. Yeah, I figured out I guess just so anyway. So what I found out is as you know, I did some, you know, researching like we do in normal business. Right. And so the, the, one of the most important factors in this whole equation is how many scooters there, there are in general, right? Because, if, because, you know, if you only have a certain number of scooters, then obviously, you know, if, even if you have a, a fuck ton of charges, you're not going to get a certain percentage because, because you might be banned about the number of scooters, right? So mm-hmm. what I did first is I looked at the quantity of scooters in the Dallas area, DFW area, which is basically around 450-ish, right? In, in the in the centralized okay. downtown area, right? So, if you if you take that number, right, and uh, and, and you look at uh, the distribution of where those scooters are on the, on the, in the DFW area, <laughs> then three hundred of them are mostly right in the center, right, where like right where we are, very close, like probably like a mile away, mm. and then uh, sixty of them are north, and then twenty of them are right in our area, right, like right right by us. So we actually are right surrounded mm. by this whole quantity, right? So. The question for me was, okay, so how do I how do I create a a vacuum of of scooters for myself? And so what I mean for that is is basically, you know, there's a lot of people that live right in the city, right? But if I can somehow put these scooters a little bit on the outside to inconvenience them a little bit, so they won't drive out that far, right? So then what'll happen is is if I keep dumping scooters in this location, then 
by nature, what happens is people are either going to have to drive out or I'm going to bring in new competition, right, in the area, which is fine mm-hmm. because, because that means that they bring in more scooters into the, uh, into the thing. So basically what we're going to do is as I get more charges and as more scooters, I strategically load these, these scooters in different spots of low population and move them. I'm going to circulate mm-hmm. the scooters from the main population into these other areas. So then basically by nature, they're going to put more circ- like scooters mm-hmm. in circulation for more juicers. And so that means, you know what I mean? You, you kind of get the snowball effect of what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. You're basically, you're basically trying to control the, the, the location and, uh, and, and strategically make it to where they, they move them. To exactly. And so, so the cool thing about this is, uh, is, is actually control. So if you look at the numbers, if there's only four, if there's only 450 in circulation, right. And I, in control, mm-hmm. let's say, let's say 40 chargers, that's 10% of the circulation. Now, if we are, if we're controlling 40 scooters every night, that is noticeable, dude. <laughs> it is, it is a very noticeable number every day. And if we're cycling them into different spots, like people are going to freak out. They're not going to know what to do. <laughs> this is a strategy that like it, that you don't even see quite honestly, because we're creating a need in an area of for scooters. Like, if they need it, like there's not enough. So we're like, okay, there's at least a drop zone right here. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's super smart. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, Man, I, I can almost see you guys getting like an entire workforce of just like outsourcing this shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, so I mean, I mean, I, I came up with a couple of crazy ideas already. Don't 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 get me started. <laughs> Pretty in depth this morning, we, and we started. I think we started writing this out probably like six o'clock, and then we're like, mm. all right, let's go. <laughs> well, well, here this is awesome. So okay, so so when when's day one of opera? So when are you guys starting? When's day one actual? When's operation? We already picked begin? up scooters today. <laughs> okay, good. So today, so today's day one. Boom. So I I, I think what would be awesome is uh, you know we'll we'll, we'll wait maybe uh, a few months from now. Let's uh, I, I want to keep the audience up to date and see how That's everything's funny. going. I think it'd be just just so just so they can know like hey you guys heard it on the podcast you guys if if you have these in your areas you could have could have taken action and just done exactly what Wally just fucking told you, right? No excuse not to make money. Uh, and then you're actually seeing the result because that's what we've done in this podcast since yep. the beginning, right? We tell people like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to test this out. And then we let them well, here, the results. Here's that's, what I really want to prove. I want to prove two <laughs> things, right? The one, the first one is that there's no excuse. There's no excuse for anything because, mm-hmm. because if I can prove that but for a little bit of effort and just waking up really early that I can pay for rent and groceries and have money to still do stuff on the side. Like nobody has any excuses, mm-hmm. bro. Nobody. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Cause they don't even have those over here yet in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> when they do get them here i already i already know the whole game plan <laughs> and, and shout, shout out to gary v i'm gonna say i'm whenever we whenever we are successful i'm, I'm gonna be like gary v check out my awesome youtube video where i where i break down the whole process yeah here's the thing about this whole yeah. process right it's none of it is business savvy technical at all this is pure picking it up and setting it back down right straight yeah. hustle dude it's straight hustle straight hustle like yeah yeah, exactly. So that's just creative way of finding money. I, I, I love it. And that's awesome. So there, guys, there you have it. Uh, there, there's a strategy. You heard it firsthand from Wally and his brother. 
Um, you know, Fung, thanks for taking the time to hop on the podcast. Yeah, hey, man. man. I'll definitely have you on some future episodes and keep we'll keep everybody up to date right. on this. And uh, guys, if you yeah, yeah. And and anyone guys, if you find this valuable, like let us know, get some feedback. We just, you know, share with other people on Spotify. Uh, you know, let people know about the knowledge boner experience is all we ask. And um, you know, we are excited to keep this journey going and keep providing you all with value. Um, as always, guys, if you are you know, getting into entrepreneurial game and you want to learn anything about leads, closing, and sales, go on Facebook, type in leads, closing, sales, and join our free Facebook group where we go into strategy of, uh, you know, Wally actually did an awesome topic on networking recently, which was phenomenal. I learned some cool shit from that. Um, so we, we teach a lot in that Facebook group. So make sure you guys check out that Facebook group and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode.